Peter Saskis's question about, uh, as you uh, say that how the soft bodies can be adapted to the environment, and that's something maybe I'm curious to ask you. Do you think when we have to consider maybe interesting uh, functionality out of certain morphology we have to design, how do you see the modeling approaches? Do you think which level we have to consider so that we can maybe understand? And I think one of the example uh, you, you highlighted uh, um, before about uh, how the dead fish can swim upstream, and that's a question how we can access this like the official geometric or structure, and also the material nonlinearities, and also the environment is also contributing to that. So how you can answer this question if someone cares to ask you how, how we can access this nonlinearities, how we can figure out this beneficial. Is this a modeling you have to consider or maybe experimental work? How you figure out that? Is this? Yes, I, it's a really excellent question. I think it's a mixture, right? Um, what we can see in nature are snapshots of evolution and they are really good systems, right? Um, they, they, they are good enough so that the biological system can survive. So we can look at those. That's on one side, you have bio-inspiration, work together with biologists and understand how the morphology plays a role in that. Um, that's one side. Um, another side is, and that's derived from that, is looking at a variety of biological systems and try to understand the underlying principles. Is there something that we can abstract um, or extract from biology and translate it into a robotics design? That's another way to do it. Another way is what you mentioned, you can model, right? You, you can say, uh, you can use modeling tools um, where you try to explore this space. Uh, you can have nonlinear optimization schemes like genetic algorithms and then look at the results and see, okay, that's interesting. Um, how can we explore this interaction, for example, or how can we optimize the body? How should it work together with the brain uh, in order to improve a certain cost function? Um, I think all these tools are, are interesting approaches and I think uh, it's important that many people work in solving this problem and all of those approaches can provide very interesting insights and contributions. So I don't think there will be, or it's really hard to have a general theory that gives you, well, that's the functionality and then you translate it into the morphology. That's something very hard to do. Um, so I might be proven wrong in the future, but I think every bit and piece would help actually to understand this a little bit better. And, and another concept maybe would be also uh, to think about how can we build a robot, not just to do what we, we wanted to do, so like we do it currently, but can we build systems and where the morphology and the change of the morphology can play a role that we can facilitate the emergence of solutions. So can we build, can we find properties that makes the system more adaptive? Um, so we don't know what the solution is, but we mm -hmm. give the system the tools that it actually can come to its own solutions that it can converge onto solutions. So we expose it then to different kind of environments, for example, or different kind of tasks, and then using its internal systems by adapting morphology, for example, through growth or just changing the morphology in other ways that it can actually converge into something where it's doing better than without these changes. And, and therefore, the, the interaction with the environment is very crucial here as well, which usually is not done in robotics, right? But nature does that. You, you need this information from the environment so you know how to change actually and adapt.
that's very interesting. So maybe I'm curious to ask you this question. Also, do you think maybe the how uh, you figure out maybe the optimum material that can help you in figuring out that what could be this morphology looks like? Because I think uh, Professor Katia said in the podcast that some material can give her access to this beneficial nonlinearities, for example, hyperelastic material. Do you think when you design this, maybe the design process or me, what the morphology looks like? Do you think a material is uh, maybe crucial here? How you select this material that could help you in figuring out the morphology? Yes, absolutely. So um, material science, um, smart materials as a general term is, is something very, very exciting from my point of view. Uh, and I think a lot of people in soft robotics would agree on that, on, on that even if they don't uh, especially interested in morphological computation. I think you know, having this kind of um, additional degree of freedom of design is something that is really exciting about soft robotics in general, right? The question is, of course, how can we do it in a useful way? Having more choice doesn't mean um, you can find better solution. It just means there's potentially more solutions in there. But still, we have to find a good design, right? And again, it, it, it could be um, that we, we use this kind of um, smartness in the materials to interact better with the morphology in a passive way, in a very localized way, in a very distributed way, right? So you don't have this kind of central controller that tells which body part has to change how much now in stiffness, but rather you have a, a skin, for example, and through the interaction with the environment, some parts of the skin will get more mechanical stimulation than other ones, and the underlying material locally will react to that by stiffening up or maybe the other way softening up, right? Whatever is needed. So you, you can have this kind of distributed computation going on, having this kind of smart materials. So the thinking about how to decide is, is at a different level. You don't design the shape, but you design the dynamics. You design how it should respond to stimuli. So I think that it's a little bit of shift of how we think about machines, um, which for me is really, really exciting. 